Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A clever, highly entertaining book about brain health that explores the idea about what might happen if certain parts of the brain took some time off has been written and illustrated by my next guest. The book is called Something to Think About and it centres on a little boy called Jack and how he isn't very mindful of his health and how this impacts on the brain. The book was published by Dublin Neurological Institute. It's aimed at primary school children and I'm delighted now to be joined by author and illustrator, primary school teacher Rachel Darby from Navin how are you doing, Rachel? Hi, Sinead. How are you? Uh, listen, first of all, congratulations on this. I thoroughly enjoyed the book, as did my five-year-old son. Now, look, at some parts of it went over his head, but the part about not listening was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose it is. Um, it's aimed really around um, the, sen- the senior end of primary school, but hopefully even adults can get a bit from it as well. Um, but, yeah, so it's just dealing with brain health and um, how our brain works. Yeah, to give an understanding to kids. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, before we delve into the book, tell us a little bit about yourself because you were a teacher at Screen National School. How long have you been teaching? So I um, started teaching in Screen probably about seven years ago, and then alongside that, I was um, I was writing children's books, and I always had an interest in illustration as well. So um, actually, just I published two other children's books over the last few years, but they'd be for, for younger kids. Um, I just, I suppose with um, having an interest in writing and illustration and then teaching, there's stories and books are such a big part of it that it all kind of fit together. Yeah, sense. it fits so well. And I have to mention that one of your books, How to Get Rid of a Polar Bear, was even shortlisted for a fairly prestigious Children's Book Award in 2017. Isn't that right? Um, yeah, it was. I was delighted now with that, so... That was exciting. Yeah, it's fantastic to get that recognition for for an author. But tell me about how this book came about because you're very much working in association with the um, Dublin Neurological Institute on this one. Yeah, so I suppose I initially got linked up with the the Dublin Neurological Institute. I was a patient there. Um, And then there was was one day I was having um, a conversation with Professor Tim Lynch, who's the director at the Neurological Institute. And we were just talking about... um, the importance of, I suppose, educating children about how their brain works and and brain health. And so with my background of teaching and um, and writing books, that's how this came about. And, so you know, it's also, um, hopefully it's an opportunity also to raise um, some funds for the, the Neurological Institute charity. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I'm just learning about this fantastic institute and I didn't realise that they, they had a charity aspect to them. And it's fantastic that you're giving back in this way. The proceeds from the book are going to this. Would I be right in saying then that there's not an awful lot of books out there about brain health and books that are accessible for young children? Um, well, there's, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount. And I suppose the, the brain is the most important organ of the body. And it's just, I think it's so important that children do understand how it works and understand how to keep their brain healthy throughout their lives. And I just think there needs to be a bit more awareness and education and focus in that area. 
Absolutely. Oh, really does. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Jack, as I mentioned uh, there in the introduction, he's a little bit like my five year old. He doesn't like to listen and he has obsession with junk food. Tell me about Jack and what happens in the story. So yeah, basically um, the central character is Jack, a 10 year old boy. And it's also um, dealing with um, the parts of his brain and how they work. So Jack kind of likes to do what he wants. He likes to stay up late and play his computer games. He likes junk food. And um, so the parts in his brain, they don't really like these working conditions. So they, they're deciding they take time off and things kind of fall apart when different parts of the brain take time off because that can we see how each part of the brain is so important. So then the book kind of deals with um, for a happy brain, we need nutritious food, we need good sleep and, and exercise and things to stimulate our brain, which in turn like makes Jack happier himself in the long run. Yes, because you see, you have the different parts of the, the brain, by the way, which are fantastic. They're introduced at the start of the book and they have some great nicknames uh, at the start. Can you tell us about the different parts of the brains and their wonderful nicknames that are in this? Yes, so um, I suppose the, we gave nicknames to the, the parts of the brain because they can be quite long words yeah. for, for a children's <laughs> book. So and and have, for adults, um, like, yeah, I stumbled over yeah. some of these, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's the cerebrum, um, which is quite the biggest part of the brain and I suppose the, the decision maker and makes the decision for Jack and um, he's he's trying to keep make the decisions to make Jack happy straight away. So he's kind of on that train of like picking the junk food or staying up later, that kind of thing. And then we have the basal ganglia, who, um, BG, um, and he likes Jack being out exercising and things like that. And we have um, cerebellum, which is um, Bellum, and it deals with Jack's balance. So, for example, when Bellum takes time off, Jack is falling all over the place and tumbling downstairs and falling into the fridge and that kind of thing. Yep. And we have brainstem, which is STEMI, and... Um, We've pituitary gland, pitting with growth and hypothalamus, um, nicknamed hypo, and it's kind of that controls our temperature. So when hypothalamus takes a takes a break, Jack is getting really hot or really cold, and it's just it's just not working. And then we have the the amygdala, which is DALA. So that's kind of what what makes us happy or um, what makes us sad or even angry. Um, so when that takes a break there's no emotion we kind of mm. see the difficulties that poses and then the nerves which are kind of like I suppose the communication they're um, they're like a motorway they're going they're sending messages down to the body and then the body sending messages back up to the brain but without the nerves there to carry the messages everything's at a, a halt Yeah and you see Brum then is on the phone to them all telling them all to come back and and do their jobs properly because things are going all over the place when it comes to Jack and you know as you mentioned there that's why you know he wants to just keep Jack happy and sometimes we can't just keep Jack happy all the time we need to kind of figure out what is actually good for Jack Uh, so essentially um, this is about kind of teamwork uh, is essential for a healthy brain really that's kind of the message really here isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That would be a huge um, theme of the story is that each part is important. So without one part, um, the whole thing falls falls away. Um, so it's like a whole team of your brain working together and keeping the whole team happy. And well, as, as I said, then kind of getting across that they all need nutritious food and yep. good sleep and exercise and 
that keeps them all going well. Yeah, and I didn't know that bananas and blueberries, fantastic brain food. Didn't know that at all. So I'm learning something myself. Adults will learn a lot from this. What are you hoping that children will take away from reading the book? Um, Well, I suppose the the take-home message really is like, I'd, I'd hope they they have a little bit more understanding about how our brain works, um, which I think will encourage them to want to keep their brain healthy throughout their lives. Um, just back to again, just that they they know the good habits that yeah. keep our brain healthy. So eating, having a good diet, getting a good night's sleep, being out and exercising and not spending all your time just inside maybe on computer games and, and that kind of thing. It's a great it's message. It really is. It's a fantastic book and the, the illustrations are just beautiful in this as well. How can we get our hands on the book? They're available in a few different outlets, yeah? Yeah, so um, the books are available in select John stores. They're in um, Cogs, The Brain Shop. Um, you can get it online in, um, on the Neurolog- Neurological Institute's website directly or you can get it um, through IES um, to their website and then it will be in, in good bookstores around the country as well. Fantastic. And proceeds going directly to the to the Neurological Institute in Dublin. Rachel, it's a fantastic book. I congratulate you on it. And thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me on. Thanks very much. It's called, oh, listen, it's brilliant. Something to Think About by Rachel Darby. You can get it, as she mentioned there, in Dunn Stores, Cogs the Brain Shop, IES Book Distributors, and also on neurologicalinstitute.ie.